Lord from today through the covenant grace be showered on us today. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. I don't know why the Africans will always do stuff to themselves for a bad name and an image. Amen. But whichever way, there's still light in Goshen. Hallelujah. There's still light in Goshen. Um, we started a few weeks ago looking at wisdom to build a godly home. And then the three God heads we the three family heads we looked at is the father, the mother, and the children. And then we said that in every home you can identify these three heads: father, mother, and then children. All these three heads plays an integral role in the home. And then I also said that there are some supportive artists at home, households, family members, and neighbors, those who come to stay with you, live with you. Cited an example, a lot of people lived with us at Medina. My mother raised a lot of children which are not her biological children. But however, because of the connection and the relationship, she allowed a home for those people to be treated well. Amen. And the emphasis actually is not on the mother or the father, but it's on the children. How best we can raise godly seeds. How best we can raise godly children. And I told you that any parent at the age of 50 or let's say 60, their priority is not in cars, their priority is not in houses or any material thing. What they focus on is what they are leaving behind. If you ask any elderly person who is around 60 years and above, they don't need mobile phone. They don't need what at 30 we want. All that they are looking for is God, when you call me, where am I going? Number one. And then number two, what am I leaving a good legacy behind? The people behind us, would they be able to take up the baton and run and keep the family unit to the next level? Hallelujah. So today we want to look at the role or responsibility of children to become better persons in life. Hallelujah. Am I blessing the church at all? Come on, say building a godly home through wisdom. So Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 makes it clear to us that children... Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is not bad. He said, it is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Which is a, the first commandment with a promise. Hallelujah. And then said that, that it may be well with you and you may live long on earth. Longevity on earth for us children, irrespective of your age, maybe you are here, you don't see yourself as a child. When we talk about children, you think of your, 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 the children God has given you, or you think of the Sunday school, but you are a child. Tell somebody you are a child. Yeah, you are a child because you still have a parent who oversees you, who takes care of you. You still have a father figure in your life. So we are all children, one in the sight of God. And there's somebody through whom God, God gave us life and more life and discipline and training through their hands. Amen. So he says that, that it may be well with you and you may live long. Longevity in life is not in appetizement. Yeah. Longevity in life is not in how best you train. Go to the gym. There are a lot of you, you are working on your belly. You don't want it to be so big. There are a lot of you, you are always running around 
exercise. Longevity in life is not in exercise. Longevity in life, growth in life, living long in life is not in any medicine. This is the key I'm giving. Can I hear a bigger amen? amen? And number four says that, and you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Bring them up in the training and in the admonition. There are two characters we see in this passage of scripture. Number one character is children, and the second one are fathers. Children and fathers. Children and fathers. Children. Children, obey your parents. Fathers, do not provoke your children. Children, obey your parents. Fathers, do not provoke your children. Hallelujah. When we talk about obedience, in Hebrew, it's shama. And shama means to listen, to listen to instruction. S-H-A-M-A. To listen to instruction. There are a lot of us here, unfortunately, we don't listen to instruction. We don't obey. And then again, shama means to pay attention. There's difference between listening and paying attention. So, when the Bible says that children obey your parent in the Lord, it means that we have to listen to our parent. We have to listen to our parent. And parents in the Lord are not spiritual figures. It means that obey your parent through Christ, through the wisdom and the knowledge of God. So, somebody will say that, the same way through God and through Christ we obey our parents so he said children obey your parents as Christ does through the Lord or as you obey Christ so you need to understand that obedience is listening paying attention most of us didn't listen to advice we didn't pay attention to the sayings of the fathers. Pay attention. Pay attention. So Proverbs will always, my son, to David, my son, my son, heed to my instruction. Pay attention. My son, my son, always making sure that the children are upright and they are well groomed and trained and disciplined. Can I hear a bigger amen here? So Samuel said in 1 Samuel 15 verse 22 that it is more good to obey than to offer a sacrifice. It is more blessed to obey the Lord than to offer sacrifice. If you bought your mother cloth on a mother's day and you don't listen to your mother, that cloth has, it has no substance, it has no power, nothing. Because Obedient is better than what? Sacrifice. Come on, say obedient is better than sacrifice. So he says that, so someone said, has the Lord has great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices? As in obeying the voice, the Lord has no delight in the cloth. The Lord has no delight in the phone you bought for your mother. The Lord has no delight in any material thing you give. But what the Lord has delight in is when you submit yourself. When you obey them. No matter how expensive your hair is, your shoes are, no matter how, how good they organize, whatever employment or salary you earn at the end of the month, no matter how bad the English of your parents are, or whether they are literate or illiterate, whatever level you need to obey, tell somebody, obey your parent. 
Tell another person, obey your parent. Hallelujah. So God has pleasure in obedience than sacrifice. God has pleasure in listening. A person that pays attention than sacrifice. Hallelujah. In Genesis 22 verse 18, the Lord said to Abraham, In you shall all seed of this earth be blessed. In you shall all seed of this nation, of this generation be blessed. Why? Because you obeyed me. Jesus. Why? Because you obeyed me. The Lord said to Abraham, in you shall all seed of the earth. May a parent look at a child's face and say in you will every seed that comes of you be blessed. Why? Because you pay attention, you listen to them, and you obey them. A hand clap will be better this morning. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When your parent blesses you, it, means it shouldn't be based on the things you give to them. It shouldn't be based on the material things you give to them. But it should be because you obey them. In you shall all seed be blessed. Why? Because you obey me. Why? Because you obey me. Why? Because you obey me. Tell somebody obedient is better than sacrifice. Tell another person obedient is better than sacrifice. Hallelujah. Which means that Children obeying their parents plays an integral role in their advancement. Yes. Plays an integral role in your advancement. Not everything is by prayer. Some of the things is just by instructions, following instructions. Following an instruction. Because if to obey your parent releases a blessing generationally over your life, then it's better you do it. No, no, don't, don't look at me, Pastor, you don't know my mother. I have preacher places, my elderly women come to me and they ask me, man of God, look at the power you operated in. Look into my eyes. Am I a witch? Yes, even in this church. I have preacher places after the power of God comes so strong, deliverance here and there, and they are in church. And sometimes they pray that God, let this man come and touch me if I'm a witch. Yeah. One woman, I told the other day, I said, mama, even if you're a witch, my mouth can't say it. <laughs> to, to, to tell somebody's mother that nine months you've given birth, you didn't kill them, you didn't eat them up, nothing, aborted them. They are, you, no, please don't let anybody deceive you. We are all human. We have weakness. You don't like your mother because you think that she's so overprotective and so hard on you. No. It is just that you don't like discipline. You did hear that one? <laughs> Preaching, no. Deuteronomy 21, 18 and 19. If a man has a rebellious son who is disobedient to their parents, they bring them to the elders. After the elders have spoken to me and done all kinds of correction and still not heeding to obedience but continue to live in disobedience, stone him to death. Yeah. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and who, when they have chastened, chastened him, will not heed to what? Go to the next one, number 19. Then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of his city, to the gate of his what? City. Go to the next one. And then he said that he will be stoned. 
And they shall say to the elders of the city, this son of ours is a stubborn, rebellious son. He will not obey the, our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Go to 21. Yeah. Then all the men of his city shall stone him to death. You, you are fortunate you are still around. <laughs> we should be stoning. That is the punishment for disobedient child. You will be stoned. That is why things are not working for you. You have written a lot of employment letters. Nothing has come out of it. When was the last time you spoke to your parents? Did you speak to them out of love, out of respect? That's how you can open your mouth and insult your parents because of 1,000 CDs you earn in a month. You insult them. You have forgotten so soon that you used to wee-weed on yourself. You used to poo-poo on yourself. Which poo-poo have you cleared? Which wee-wee have you handled? All the bad things came out of you. They handled it. Proverbs 15 verse 20. A wise son brings joy to his father. Be a, may you be a wise son. May you be a wise daughter. A wise son brings joy to his father. It comes only when we obey. Tell somebody sitting by, just obey. Hallelujah. Obey instructions. Now some of you, when you were going to get married, your mother told you, this boy, I don't know, I'm not sure. Today, it looks like what your mother said is coming to pass. <laughs> Let me continue my teaching. <laughs> Let me just continue my teaching. And uh, you, you don't know, we are in the computer age. Your days, no front to man. We are this, we, we are aware. The second key is honor. Obey your parent in the Lord. Honor. 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 Honor means respect. Honor means high estimation. Honor means veneration. Holding somebody in a high esteem. Respecting someone. The Nigerians will always greet you and bow. What for? Honor. I was surprised. One of this, even these comic comedians in Nigeria, one of them who is who, who's, whose comedy is in singing. I don't know. That boy, what's his name? Kenny Black. One of the guys show. There's this guy who organizes show like he's, he said this out of the box. He introduced Kenny Black. He's been in the business for a long time. When Kenny Black took the microphone, even the secular Kenny Black fall prostrate and worshipped the one that has been ahead of him. You know our problem? We are too proud. No, no, we're doing him. Why? I mean, the person is more mature than experience. We are too proud. He said, no, let me bow to them. Because the path they have taken, I haven't. And it won't cost anything if I should bow. When you go to your office, you are too proud. Yeah, yeah. At home, you are too proud. You don't even know how to cook. You are still proud. You don't know how to cook. Before I was telling me the other day, a whole doctor, was also a whole doctor, they went for a camp meeting somewhere, and they, you know, they paired in a room, and she couldn't wash her own things. You know, why should you grow up and not know how to wash? 
How the person said to me, do you know how to wash? <laughs> then, then, <laughs> you have come there, let me take my time. <laughs> Exodus 20 verse 12. The 10th commandment the Lord gave to Moses. Out of it the Lord stated, honor thy father and mother that your days may be long on earth. Longevity comes through honor. Come on, say longevity comes through honor. We want to build a solid godly home. We want to build a good home. Honor thy father and thy mother that your days may be long on earth. Even on the land which the Lord your God has given you. The Lord has a space for you. Come on, hit your chest and say, the Lord has a space for me. Oh, say, the Lord has a better land for me. How can you enjoy that land God has for you? It is when you honor. When you honor. When you honor. Hallelujah. When you honor. My mom turned 73 years last week, Monday. And it is some age I haven't seen before. 37, 73. And it is too wide. What I can do is to honor. So that her age will be added. There are some of us, when our parents breathe in and out, it's scarcely so. Because you haven't been obedient to them. And we blame the devil. But the key is obey and honor. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap there. Hallelujah. Until we come to this understanding, some of us, it will be very difficult to inherit our field. It will be very, 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 very difficult to inherit our field. Don't you think they pray for you? They pray that you get job. They pray that you get married. Every mother prays for their children. There are some mothers who are believing God for grandchildren, so they are praying for you. Let my son find that. We need to a lo long time. Why haven't you find, found a wife? <laughs> oh, that, May the Lord give you one in Jesus' name. Amen. What are the promises which Ephesians 6 says? That when you honor and obey your parents, there is a co commandment with a promise. Number one, that you, it may be well with you. That it may be well with you. Is that a commandment with a promise? Is that, that it may be well. Do you understand the word may it be well with you? If somebody says, may it be well with you, do you, you will live a problem-free life. You are exempted from trouble. People wonder the kind of home you come from, the kind of person you are. Wherever you go, you are accepted. Wherever you go, you are loved. There are some family, they are automatically loved by even strangers. They do them good. They come to help. Haven't you met some people where they are not from your, you don't know them, but you just fall in love with them. You want to be part of their family. You want to even support them. You want to help them. You see, you are loved because things are falling in pleasant places for you. From somebody's prayer. My mother has prayed for me several times. When I go to her, I kneel down and say, Kosia, please come. Put your hand on me. There's something in you you don't have to go to the grave with. I need it here. I don't want to 
Coming to cry at your funeral is a waste of time because there's nothing that will come out of it. But there's something you in you that I need. And I'll go with my own oil, give it to her. I kneel down. I ask her, just say something. So sometimes you may see a big tree growing taller in life. You will not understand. You think it is just the water that is poured at, at the root. No. There are a lot of strong roots holding it in the earth that you have no idea of. That is why every year by the grace of God, I select some widows and I, I bless them every year. What for? There is a journey they have taken you and I have not. There is a certain sweat we must not go through it. Once the person has gone through that direction, you need not to go through it again. It becomes a blueprint, a map for your life to be told after. May God give you that grace in Jesus' name. I said, may it be well, well with you. May it be well with you. Number two, what are the promises that I said? And then I said, you may live long on earth. The first commandment with the promise that it will be well with you. And two, you live long on earth. Living long on earth doesn't mean that you, you will not see sicknesses or attack or accident. It will come, but you will still be standing. You fall sick, but you will not die. You encounter accidents, but you will still be survive. You will still be around. Yesterday, went to bless somebody in the church who celebrated their 50th birthday. And when I saw the lady's mother, I told her, Auntie, is that your mother? She said, yes. I said, you are blessed. So your mother looks like a 42-year-old woman. And you are 50 years. Even you, you are aging too fast. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was surprised. Young, good-looking woman without clutches. How old is she? She says she's also 73. Without clutches, without lens. She stood throughout the time we prayed. About 40 minutes prayer, the, the old woman stood throughout. No, you 25 years, waist pain. Live a good life and the Lord will... Bless you in Jesus' name. Can I hear a bigger amen here? Amen. Can I hear your loudest amen? amen? Can I hear a bigger amen? amen? Now, what does the Lord require or is expected from the children? Pastor Dan, as a child, what can I do to connect to these blessings? Things to be well with me. To connect to long life under the sun. I really want to know the keys. Hallelujah. What is it that I have to do? Never in your life insult an elderly person. Whether your biological parent or not. Never in your life insult anyone older than you. Hallelujah. Anytime you do that, you subtract some numbers from your age. And you would be only in a semi-final. <laughs> Anytime you disrespect and insult an elderly person, you subtract. You subtract. It is not good. Hallelujah. Never call your mother or father a witch. Your father may be a drunkard. Look at me. Your father may be a nobody, a lazy person, 
a person who stays under the tree, always playing ludu and dummy, but he's still your father. My pastor, my father didn't take care of me. All that my father did was just to live anyhow. All that my father did, but he is still what your father. Come on, say he's still my father. One day, Noah got drunk after the ark experience. And the children came. Some saw his weakness, saw everything about him. But even in that state, the Lord was with him. There is a kind of grace you can't decode or understand. When we go to heaven, we will understand it, not here. So, no matter how weak or how you think that your father hasn't lived his life to expectation. There is something in him that you need for your next level. We always concentrate on the weakness of people too much. Too much. Esau came and begged his father. He said, I have given the blessing to your brother. I am, I've done it all. He said, Papa, please, I know that there's even one word from your mouth is so potent and powerful and can do something. When your parent tells you, God bless you, it is equal to your pastor saying, God bless you. There's what we call the father's blessing. Parental blessing. That is why once in a while I will ask you to bring your children, lay hands on them and bless them. All the fathers of faith, they did it. Isaac, Jacob, all of bless their children. They left them material blessing all right, but at the end of the day, spoke words into their life. Woe unto you if you are the womb that you came from curses you daily. Hallelujah. Parent, number four says that, and you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. So it means that whilst the children obey and honor the fathers, the fathers also have a responsibility to play in order for the blessing to be transferred from them to the children. Am I blessing you at all? In order for the blessings on them to be transferred to the children. Hallelujah. What does it mean not to provoke your children to anger or to wrath? Number one, don't be so overprotective. Don't be so overprotective. You see, sometimes being overprotective over our children and the people around us takes the trust. Because you are telling your child that I don't trust you that you can go here or come there. I don't trust you that you can live on your own or do it on your own. But once in a while, leave them to explore. Whenever I bless an engagement or a wedding, I tell parents at the event that leave these two people who are going to get married to be alone. Because sometimes mothers are so glued and emotion, emotionally attached to their sons and fathers also to their daughters said that when they are leaving them, they want to know whatever happens in the union. No, leave Adwa to go and make mistakes. 
Leave them to make mistakes and correct it. Through that, they will also gain experience. Am I blessing a church at all? But there are some people, whilst their sons are married, they follow their sons into their matrimonial home. I want to come and see the food that girl prepares for you. Mother, go and sleep. You're on retirement. <laughs> Leave the breastfeeding for the boys, <laughs> for the lady to handle. Leave the cooking for the lady to handle. Leave them. Tell somebody, Miss Leave them. Hallelujah. So leave them to do things on their own. Not to say that your eyes will not follow them or push them into the date. But guard and correct. But leave them to grow up by themselves. Every one of us here needs personal testimony and experience. How can we have that if we are all always um, um, spoon fed and then always taken care of? How did you know how to work? Somebody taught you. You started doing it by yourself. And then now you are a master of the job. So may the Lord give us that grace in Jesus' name. So restrictions without privileges become suffocating. I don't know if you have told you that you choke your child. Restriction without privileges suffocates them. Don't go here. Don't go there. I was watching some movie and the guy didn't want... Um, his son, his daughter to go anywhere. Had bodyguards by the girl. Bodyguards. Okomaketa, bodyguards. I think yesterday or somewhere. somewhere. Bodyguards. But the day the girl had the liberty. Some of you, you, <laughs> you had parents who were like watchmen. They would come and knock your door. Perpetual. Are you asleep? Okay, you're asleep. And then goes and sleep. Then in the morning, Perpetual, are you awake? When even you go to school, they come to check whether you are in, in a classroom. When you travel, they are around you. Now, when you had freedom to go to secondary school, ah, I hire do, I hire do. Give the Lord Almighty hand here. You, 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 are, you now have the privilege, the license. Papa, and then my fifth year. My fifth year cry. So they don't know the life you lived on campus. No, you, 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 you went wayward not because somebody led you. You had some freedom. Because that suffocation has left. That soldier prison life has left. Don't imprison them. Don't choke them. Guard them. Protect them. Speak wisdom. Waste instructions unto them. Hallelujah. Amen? And all you can do is to trust God through prayer for them. Through prayer for them. Number two, parent, don't be so favoritism. As some of you parents, you love one particular child than the rest. You grew up knowing that your parents love one particular of your siblings than you. They go to town, buy a certain gift, the best one they buy for either the firstborn or the lastborn, and they leave you the middleborn. <laughs> Don't show favoritism. Love your children equally. Love them. And when disciplining them, 
Don't bring somebody's weakness to play. Till we, until now we are only hundred over hundred down. Till we, until we, we know about it. We say sika pa 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 pa. We say sika pa 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 pa. No, no. You dumping and kill their spirit. Now that is where you see what made Cain kill Abel. That rivalry. How come two brothers? One decides that I will kill you. It is pain. There are some of you, there's some pain in you against your own brother or your sister. Because they were shown much love than you. I don't think, have you seen before where one particular child is sent to a private school and one goes to Saito and you don't understand? It's a meeting three sisters and one is like a Lebanese. And the two are like Ghanaians. Favoritism. Never single out one child and make that person special than the rest. Listen to me. There are two stages, patterns and stages. Some may be very smart in learning. Some may be slow in learning. Some, their own may not be book, academics. Some, their own may be skill. 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 So you need to know them, your children, and make sure that you treat them by whatever spirit or attitude or character that they have. Don't try to say that, look at your brother, he's doing well, he's doing that. Them that compare themselves among themselves are what? No, allow them. Allow them. Not all your children will be accountants. Not all your children will be lawyers. We pray that God will bless our children to be accountants and lawyers. But if one turns a footballer, footballers have their own pattern. They don't learn. They don't do anything. <laughs> they, don't, they don't stay at home. They, and sometimes, so as I'm speaking to you, there's a parent here. You are fed up and frustrated about a child. You don't know what is it. You, you have taken the person to school, paid all classes, paid all tuition. You have done your best. To raise the boy. But the boy, nothing is coming out of the boy's life. As I told you last week, Reverend Steve's son. The guy would stay. The guy is an imbecile, let's say. And then um, at a point, Reverend Steve Manson told me, he said, Daniel, at a point I gave up on these children. Because they were premature. Children under nine months. They will come to church and saliva will be running on their mouth, especially the boy. It is like, but he identifies something. Anytime he travels and buys him a particular toy, the plane, helicopter, a certain toy, the guy takes so much happiness and excitement in it. He said the son can stay with this plane from morning to evening, playing with it. Playing with it, looking into it, sometimes breaks it, and then the child loves it, will go to bed with the plane. Two years, three years old, five years, the child had love for aircraft. He as a pastor thought, this is a normal toy. Well, maybe he's just attracted to it. 
He just loves it. Go to school. Whilst others are learning, the child will be playing, will come out of the classroom and be playing around and still pay school fees. <laughs> still pay school, international school, special school, still pay school fees. And the child will be there playing with the aeroplane. Even at school, when they come to church, whilst at, to some of you think other children are doing better than your children. No, time and chances happens to them all. Yeah. It is just a matter of time. This saliva everywhere, and a man of God, a reverend, is, reverend is one of the greatest healing evangelists in town. Have you attended this healing crusade before? You'll be amazed. I went with him to the Volta region hall. Hey! Miracles! Clutches! Wheelchairs! You're packing it to say. But sometimes you don't know the ways of God. Because his ways are not our ways. Hallelujah. His ways are not our ways. Long and short, after some time, the aeroplane, the stones that the builders, the guy was playing with. Today, as I speak with you, he is a pilot by profession. The sickness left. He is now a normal grown boy. The last time I checked, he was flying by himself. By himself. I was very and said, Daniel, he's going, let him go. Gave him his passport. I said, the driver took him. I said, go, go. I'm not going with you. Travel by yourself. Today, the young man is a fully grown man. I think he got married not long ago. But few years down the line, he would have been like Mephibosheth. Who wouldn't be allowed to eat even with the king? Don't give up on people easily. Something good will come out of them. A hand clap will be better. The third one, what, should, what parents shouldn't do to provoke their children, never discourage them. Never discourage them. If they want to try something, let them try, especially if it is good. I know that is why God has given us wisdom. Well, don't let your child come. Anytime your child come, Daddy, I need a gun. I need a gun. Buko Maram. <laughs> then it means that you need to educate that child that this gun, uh, you need to let the child know the advantages and the disadvantage. Hallelujah. That most of us here, if we have had a little encouragement, we'll be far, far ahead of time. A little encouragement, we'll be far. Nobody encouraged you. Nobody told you that you can write that exam again. Nobody, that's why you didn't further your education. Because you failed and failed and failed. You got sometimes you yourself, <laughs> you gave up. By failing yourself. <laughs> nobody encouraged you. Nobody pat your back. Nobody spoke certain words of encouragement to you. Encourage them. Never. Some of us, we, we constantly criticize people. We constantly criticize our children. Every day, we are on them. Every day. So when they go up and it's like, can't daddy see anything good in me? 
So can't some daddy see something good in me? You grew up with that spirit of timidity, inferiority complex, that kind of spirit because you were not encouraged. Today, 40 years, when you get to the airport and we bring a seven-year-old boy, you will be confused than the seven-year-old. Why? We are told, even remote, you were told that when you touch it, it will shock you. How many of you heard it? For remote, no tour, for remote, no tour. Mobile phone, when you are going, when you touch your father's mobile phone, you are in trouble. Allow them to play with gadgets. Today, seven years. Okay, passport or airport check in everything knows their way confident works um, you're fear was put in you you were discouraged you were discouraged you were discouraged today children travel abroad for competition. Their schools take them abroad for competition. Yeah. To go and compete and come. For escape, not even compete, excursion. And they go and come. By the time they get to 30, what, what to scare them? They have seen it all. They have seen it all. Am I blessing the church at all? He says that, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Number four, Ephesians 6, 4. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training. I conclude here. Bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Now, please look at me. Proverbs 13, 24. He who spares his rod hate his own son. But he who loves him, disciplines him promptly. Not once a while. Now, please, if you're a mother here, a single mother, or you are a mother here, not even a single mother, and your child misbehave, and you tell your child that when daddy comes, you will see. Because it is that the mother is always loving, care, ask for daddy their belt. <laughs> ask for daddy belt. Now, if you're a woman, you never say that or do that. Your husband can leave at any time. Life can be complicated. The path of life has always not been straight. So when you always shift the discipline aspect to the father, and the father is not there. When you discipline them, it will not have any effect. Because you have already given the authority that, they, you see, man, woman must discipline their children. Don't say that, oh dear, yeah. No. He does spares the rod, spares the child. That is why most helpers Supporting artists who came to live with us, some of them are far better than the children that were groomed from the home. Yeah. Every one of us wants our children to be better in life. 
We want everyone. Who doesn't like doctors, lawyers, engineers, pastors, politicians? Who said Trapusha? Please keep it to yourself. We all want these people in our bloodline. But listen to me. Don't train a son to be a lawyer and not know basic needs and things of life. I sat in a marriage counseling and I, I was sad. The, man's, the woman was complaining. Pastor, my husband is not helping. Pastor, my husband, dad. But, and the man said, Pastor, me nim ye. And I said, dear, na wu nim ye. It's also, it was surprise that common tomato, the guy cannot buy. And so, nimato, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, dear, oh, dear, uh, oh, sorry, please, sorry. Sorry. Please, sorry, sorry. Did I say that? Well, I, I, thank you for the word. <laughs> uh, what, what, where, was, where was I? <laughs> Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Hey. Lord. Lord, I deliver my mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fully grown man. Doesn't know how to go to the market. When your house selves are washing and your children are a bit old or advanced in age, maybe from 10, 15, 20, let them go and assist them. 20 years. Don't let houseboys be washing car. Let your children wash it. Don't raise educationists and educators at home and they don't have basic knowledge. One of my cousins who came to live with us, I know that the brother that owned him, she, one day, we'll go to town and buy stuff. Buy things. See, one day he wanted to try it. He so <laughs> woke up in the corner. Okay. When he had boxer shorts, your commission came with him. He said, Oh, don't Madina. And then we allowed him. You know that sometimes when you don't know town and you enter, the station, you think that is town. You don't know that it's just station. The town, the Makola and the Tudu and the rest are behind. So Kwame got to Tema station and saw whatever he wanted and thought he had arrived. And these boys, they are smart. Oh. They can decode you by your, your appearance and by everything. So Kwame bought the boxer shots all right. They showed you, I think, seven of them. A Biemutreno. Webeko, see near their tour. Seven. And these boys, they are smart. Before you come, they've already packaged some unnecessary stuff under the table. Near their share bag. Boss, share, share. Their share bag, mama. You see, me, I will confirm. <laughs> Even the money that I'll give to, I will count it twice before I give it. And then Kwame was excited. And they pulled out the one under the box. They just exchanged it. He sat in the car back to Medina. He didn't, in the throttle, I would watch it again. I watch it. He didn't, came home excited. Oh, Makokroma, Makokroma, Makokroma. My boy's voice. And then I went, come and tell him, box and shot. When we open the box and shot, 10 people can wear it. Ten people can wait. 
Ten people can wait. Hallelujah. One thing, Pastor Dan, I don't pass. It is me. There are things we preach here. You, 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 you need to. It is me. One thing that I personally don't do. My wife knows. If you are in my house, you know, is to. Um, well, how should I put it? I want to be careful so that people don't take it. One, so one thing that I personally don't do. If we are eating a particular food at home and there's somebody living with us, that person eats the same food we eat. There's nothing like, you know, no, what for? I, personally, I don't know how to do it. My wife knows it. It is like some of us, we have created our home set that Children drink from the fridge, but household drink from the pipe. I don't do that. For hygiene, I did not be in hygiene. Even cutlery and all these things, I would allow anybody at all to use whatever I use. Hallelujah. There's nothing like we are eating rice, go and do gariba and eat with pepper. For and when you go to work, you leave your children to them. I think I'm done for the day, it's okay. You see, so all that I'm saying is that we should train up the children in the way they should do, they will do what, and when they grow, they will not depart from it. Train them, let them work, let them share with you. It is like we are all watching, there's something exciting on TV, and we are all, all watching it. And the house help cannot sit at the hall and watch with your children, but the house help can change their diapers. Feed them. You trust your house help to feed your child, but not watch TV with you. I don't do that. The sensitive part of life, you trust them for it. Some of you even end up giving them money, ATM, card with your code. Go and take so-so and so. Go and they know even deep things about you. You can't watch TV with them. You can't eat the same food with them. When you go to town, you can't buy them dress or gift. You can't do anything. The first person that took me to trade fair was a family. I, I was just a small boy. I'd never gone to trade fair before. Went to the house and the father... A Presbyterian pastor looked and said, Yeah, uh, how are you? Then he said, This is a home where we don't know who is a biological son and we don't know who is a supportive artist. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are here, you haven't, as you are a man here, you haven't asked the people living, supportive artists living in your house, How are you? How do you do? And then you move on. I'm not saying do anything outside without your wife's consent. No, no. They may be bad. They may, you may not. Just, just relate with them and then move on. Move on. Move on. Let us groom our, ourselves. Groom the people around us and treat people we meet well. Most of us here doing well today. We are product of supportive lifestyle. 
We were one supportive artist. We were one supportive artist. And this is how far God has brought us. And the main artist, some of them, oversized boxer shorts are given to them. Help them. Am I blessing the church at all? Don't them. Don't be so juicy and selective. Don't be so juicy and selective. I don't know how to do that. We want to build a solid home for God. We want to build a good generation for God. So that in your 90s, when God calls you to eternity, you look at your back and say, oh, I have done well. I have left people who will be able to raise the family to another dimension. I can go in peace. I can go in peace. I can go in peace. One apostle of the Lord who died, died in peace, told the family, a great evangelist who worked in the 20s, mighty evangelist, one day came to the family and said, I am going to sleep. I think it is time. Prayed for the children and then went to sleep. In his sleep, the Lord called him. Not at the hospital. Not through accident. That is a peaceful death. That is a peaceful death. The Lord called him. May we live our life according to the patterns of scriptures. I think there's a scripture in the Bible which says that I know my servant Moses. I think Genesis 18, 19 or so. I know my servant Moses that he will train his children according to the pathings of the Lord. According to the pathings of the Lord. May we come to a point where material things will be given to us, but however, we will not lose touch of enriching lives, impacting lives, and blessing lives around us. May God give us that grace.